Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. Today's devotional humility looks at scripture found in 1 Corinthians 1.25. It says, For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than man's strength. Now, to agree with Paul's announcement takes humility. I'm the cool mom, I'd like to think, so when I lined up in the garage of the rental car agency with my 20-something daughter, I began to survey the others in line, and I quickly determined that I was probably the coolest, best dressed for sure, and then I began judging the others ahead of us. Like, what are those shoes? Why didn't that parent bring snacks for her baby who was wailing? Glad we got the upgraded car and not that gross car. Gosh, they are married and they look miserable. I had all kinds of conversations going on in my head. I struck up a conversation with a couple behind us and we began to chat about, you know, where we were from, what was our adventure that we were taking and that particular trip and all the details. So with my wheeled carry-on in tow, I left my daughter know that we were up next and I quickly twisted my carry-on luggage and at the same time it clipped my heels and I went tumbling backward over the luggage, landing on my back with my feet straight up in the air in front of me. And for a long time, all the waiting customers were just staring at me. I was humiliated. I was so embarrassed. My daughter quickly dashed the other way, pretending she didn't know me. Well, it's no doubt that my self-love and pride were suffering some embarrassing consequences. Where was my kindness and love for others? Well, they were not in line waiting for the rental car in Portland, Oregon. Perhaps the most infamous example of pride is found in Isaiah 14, verses 12 through 14, where the fall of Satan is described. In this showdown between God and Satan, God declares, How you are fallen from heaven, O shining star, son of the morning. For you said to yourself, I will ascend to heaven and set my throne above God's stars. I will climb to the highest heaven and set my throne above God's. I will climb to the highest heaven and be like the Most High. Further, God declares, Your heart was filled with pride because of all your beauty. Your wisdom was corrupted by your love of splendor. The first passage is laced with I wills. I will ascend. I will set. I will be. Self above God. In the Ezekiel passage, Satan was mesmerized by his own beauty and wisdom. But it really is not a showdown because God's always the winner. What was the consequence of Satan's pride? He probably wished he'd stumbled over a suitcase. But God says, you will be brought down to the place of the dead, down to its lowest depths. With Satan's destiny sealed, he now turns his attention to Adam and Eve. The same lie that defeated Satan, he now whispers to Eve, God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it. Disobey God. And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Just like Satan, Adam and Eve succumbed to the disease of pride in self. They wanted to rule their lives rather than obey God's rule. And what were the consequences of self-promotion? Well, they were removed from the Garden of Eden, death and separation from God. In a word, sin, the disease of self, and we all have it. Murray claims that self is the whole evil of the fallen nature and that when we elevate self, we become both an atheist and an idolater.
Those are some heavy words. And in what way do we become an atheist, you might ask? When we elevate self, we actually devalue God as sovereign Lord. We take him off the throne of our hearts and replace him with ourselves. We become idolaters because self becomes God. We believe that we are wiser than God in the affairs of our lives. We know what is best for ourselves. And we say, ha, I've got this, God. But as believers in the saving grace of Jesus Christ, we have through the Holy Spirit the power to shed disruptive pride. The cure is humility. In Jesus' famous sermon found in Matthew 5, Jesus said, God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. As we allow God's spirit of righteousness to take center stage in our lives, he who knows the beginning from the end will guide us in all truth and into the knowledge and the blessing of God. The Apostle Paul in his letter to the Romans reminds his readers that if they let their sinful nature control their minds, it will inevitably lead to death. But letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. So we have a choice, as did Adam and Eve. The Apostle Peter encourages us to humble ourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. But we must be diligent because he also warns, watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Murray ends by saying that in the life of faith, humility has a far greater place than we think. It leads us to know our absolute and entire impotence in doing any good in our own strength. Humility leads us to Jesus Christ. And dear friends, that is the safest place to be with or without your luggage. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.